0: Welcome to Meldon Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Meldon, founder uh, and attorney at Meldon Law, and welcome to the show. It's great to be back after a few weeks uh, on uh, an adventure out west. I'll tell you about that a little bit later, but anyhow, um, we are glad to be back uh, here uh, in Gainesville and getting ready for uh, football season. I know uh, we've had a uh, a rough go so far. Actually, I was out in Salt Lake City when the Gators played Utah and we had a blast. We won the uh, tailgate. Unfortunately, we didn't win the game, but uh, that happens. It was a great experience. and We got to uh, see a lot of our uh, Gator family out there and uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, time in Utah, very hospitable, Nice crowd, and uh, I I can't say enough about uh, our friends in Utah. A couple things are going on here in uh, Gainesville, Florida that are uh, really uh, exciting. Uh, Since football season has started, Melden Law has decided to put together a Florida-Georgia VIP experience for the game in Jacksonville uh, that's uh, coming up, I think it's October 28th and uh, the package includes a premium room at the Hilton Hotel, uh, right across the river from the stadium, which allows you to take a boat over there uh, the next uh, day on Saturday. So you check in Friday night and you're there till Sunday morning. Uh, Friday night, we've got you set up at Ruth Chris Steakhouse uh, for a great dinner for two, Uh, then, uh, the next day, Saturday, before the game, we've got a, uh, a VIP experience for you before the game. And uh, at the game, we've got two uh, terrific seats for you. And uh, after the game, uh, you get a, uh, a football signed directly to you by uh, Coach Billy Napier. So that's pretty cool. A uh, little Meldon Law swag bag. Um, anything else I'm forgetting? I think we got, uh, we got it. Uh, so all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, just look for Meldon Law in our Facebook page, and you'll see the VIP getaway package. And we do this for a couple reasons. Number one, we want to, uh, engage with, uh, our, uh, listeners and folks that, uh, are, uh, Gator fans. And number two, uh, we really like to uh, give away nice things that uh, uh, will make your weekend special. So uh, thank you very much for supporting us at Melden Law. Uh, We started practicing in 1971, and we are specialized in personal injury. That means if you're in in any kind of serious accident where you're injured, uh, we can help. Uh, If you uh, have already been in an accident and you want to talk with us about your case, uh, we're always willing to uh, sit down and talk to you. There's obviously no uh, obligation. Uh, And even if you have questions about uh, how your case is being handled, uh, we're always glad to be giving second opinions uh, if there's some frustration that you're having as far as uh, the way your uh, case is currently uh, being handled by some other law firm. Uh, one of the things we try to do is help people get a successful resolution and put their themselves and their families back onto the road to recovery as soon as possible. A couple other big things coming up. This coming uh, Saturday, we've got Fan Fest at the O-Dome before the Tennessee game. So uh, where our basketball team plays at the O-Dome, there is gonna be a big tent and we're gonna have a Wheel of Fortune and everybody wins a prize. Uh, We're gonna uh, do that for a number of the games coming up this season. It's really a lot of fun in this Tennessee game. It's a night game, seven o'clock. It's gonna be huge because it's one of the best games um, for the week and it's Tennessee. Uh, For those of you that that don't know, Tennessee for a long, long time was our uh, most significant rival along with maybe Georgia. However, the Tennessee game diminished in in its importance for a while, I think because we were winning like 95% of the games. However, now Tennessee's back, and we're in a rebuilding program. So the Tennessee game should be a great atmosphere this Saturday. Come join us at the Melden Law Tent. We're right outside the basketball arena, where the main entrance to the O-Dome is. Um, It's free. uh, You'll win a prize. You'll have a good time, and uh, we'll get to say hello to everybody. So remember that. And... The next week at the Charlotte game, we're going to be there as well. It looks like that's another 7 p.m. start, so uh, we're excited. The uh, It looks like we're going to be setting up and ready to go at 4.30 in the afternoon before the game. Uh, come and visit us. Uh, coming up Saturday, September 23rd, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., the Williston Fiesta will take place at Heritage Park. Aside from the delicious uh, Latin music and dances promoting the his- history, culture, and contributions of Hispanic Americans in our country, uh, there will be uh, lots of fun. Parking and admission is free, and it's a f- uh, fantastic family-friendly opportunity. Bring the kids, uh, you'll see some, uh, some great uh, people out there, there's going to be all kinds of food, music, uh, vibrant uh, atmosphere, dancing, whatever you want to do. Uh, so again, Saturday, September 23rd from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, at, the, uh, at the Heritage Park in Williston. So come join us. We, we've done a couple things out there at, this, uh, at the Heritage Park, and it's really cool. Uh, if you haven't been out there, it's just a short drive from uh, either Ocala or Gainesville, and it's going to be um, a lot of fun, family-friendly, and it's 11 till 4 p.m., so you can still make the 7 p.m. Gator game uh, that day against Charlotte. Uh, another big deal coming up, my wife Patricia and I are chairing the Alzheimer's uh, Walk, which is on Saturday, September 21st. I'm sorry, Saturday, October 21st. So that's about uh, a month from now. And uh, it's our second year chairing this event. We really got engaged with uh, the Alzheimer's group. They're doing amazing things. And this is a breakthrough year for Alzheimer's uh, because the FDA has approved uh, a new drug that helps slow the onset of early uh, uh, Alzheimer's. Uh, Dementia is also something that falls within the um, Alzheimer's umbrella. However, uh, Alzheimer's is uh, different from uh, dementia in many ways, so uh, we'd like to support this very, very important organization. We're actually on the cusp of getting some things done uh, through uh, medicine that uh, should help us all it's um, there's a lot of uh, interest now particularly since medicare is paying for the uh, new drug uh, and it's very very um, exciting Uh, lakembi is the name of the new drug and i think it's going to be just the first of many Uh, to come along so check it out Uh, a lot of us are uh, do have family members that are affected by Alzheimer's dementia and this is a way you can do something uh, to help the walk uh, we encourage uh, everybody to join us at the walk it's at the um, Trinity Methodist Church in Gainesville Uh, start registration starts at 9 the ceremonies at 10 so it's a, a beautiful time. And if you want to put together a couple friends or someone from work, uh, we can help you do that uh, and form a team. The um, The place to go to check it out would be alz.org and then just put backslash Gainesville and you'll come up with uh, all the information you need in order to make. Uh, your contribution to uh, finding treatments and potentially cures for uh, a devastating uh, illness that affects many uh, of us. Tom Petty Nation, the official Petty Fan Club, formally announces the celebration <coughs> excuse me, of the Tom Petty Weekend for 2023. The kickoff starts Friday, October 20th until the 22nd at Hartwood Studio. Three nights of great music and storytelling. We are very excited. (coughs) Excuse me. We are very excited to uh, welcome... Uh, the incredible musicians back for another great episode. Just go to Tom Petty Weekend, and you can find out all the information. <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, you need in order to make it happen. We're going to go to a short break, and then we'll be back with our guests on Meldon Law and Friends. Attention all Gator fans, Melden Law is giving away a chance to experience the Florida-Georgia game like never before. Two nights stay at the Hilton on the River, dinner at Ruth Chris Steakhouse, two premium tickets to the game, and a football signed by coach Billy Napier, and much more. Go to the Melden Law Facebook page and look for the VIP experience for two. Good luck and go Gators! Well, I'm joining the band, of course. Since Melden Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, I want to help. Dad, we're litigators. Let's stick to helping people in the courtroom. Well, can we still hang out and jam a little bit? At Meldon Law, we won't back down.
1: I was going down a one-way street, and a girl that was driving her car t-boned me on my scooter. I ended up going for an MRI and discovering that I had two herniated discs. Coming to Carrie allowed me to not have to worry about what doctor I was gonna see or what physical therapist I had to go to. They say, these are the people we trust. You're gonna have a great experience there. And I honestly did each time. Call Melvin Law. Your consultation is absolutely free.
0: I was driving behind a lady and very suddenly she moved out of the way. There was a log laying in the road. And when I hit my brakes, I went on top of the log. I had 280 discs. I just haven't been the same since. Jeffrey Meldon fought for me all the way. Him and his team really went there for me. Throughout the whole lawsuit, he made sure that my bills was paid. It was never no whenever I called him and asked him for something.
1: Call Meldon Law right
0: now. And I was in an accident. Someone ran a red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Meldon because you're going to need help, and they will help you.
1: Call Meldon Law right now. Hey, Sammy, look who's there. Say hi. Hey.
0: You You again. again. Melvin Law, Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey. Somebody else hit us. Here we go again. Welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Meldon, founder and attorney at Meldon Law, and we're really excited. We have a uh, great guest for us uh, today, Cameron Barney, who uh, lives in Ocala. Welcome to the show, Cameron. Glad to be here. Good. So anyhow, I understand you're in the construction industry. I am. I am. Yeah. How'd you get started in that?
1: Oh, so I'm, uh, my family is all in construction in one way or the other. Um, and it goes literally from the dirt right to the rooftop. So we are in site development, but we, um, I started in a cabinet shop when I was six, seven years old, I literally started building cabinets and countertops right there with my grandfather and my dad and my aunts and my uncles. Um, so that's actually where I got started and, uh, it grew from there for me. I was running my own crew by the time that I was 15 years old, running my own job sites. Um, so it was, you know, it was, it, it's been, it's in my blood since I was little. So yeah, well, that's, that's how I kind of yeah, got started.
0: That that's, uh, must have been fun now. At six or seven, what contribution were you making to the cabinet?
1: You, so you sound, like it sounds usually like that you're not making much of a contribution, but I, um, my dad was a staff sergeant. So there was never a time, no slack was his platoon motto. <laughs> so there was literally no slack. So we, I, I actually, I was building cabinet doors and backsplashes for countertops. Um, I was laminating them and routing them, putting wax and cleaning them um, before they could go out. And if, if they weren't clean, then I actually had to uh, go through and check all the cabinets and clean them before they could leave to go to a job, which was a pretty big responsibility for a six or seven year old.
0: <laughs> so how much did you get paid?
1: None, I got dinner at night. <laughs> That's how, that was how it worked in my house.
0: Is that why you went out on your own at 15?
1: No, no, yeah. it was the same business. So, I, I mean, I was, when I say I was running my own crew, I was literally um, running my own crew within that business. So, mm-hmm. um, I had developed a pretty large skill set at that point. So, I was, I grew into, you know, being able to run a group of guys that were more, much older than me, which was kind of difficult when you're a young guy. But once you, they know that you know what you're doing, you earn their respect and that works. Did you get paid then? I did, not <laughs> nearly, I actually got paid probably less than the guys that were on my crew, but <laughs> but I did get paid and I still, you know, I, I, huh? I it was good enough for me at that what time. What
0: was your hourly wage back then?
1: I don't know, I tell you, I think I probably made $300 a week.
0: Okay, well that's not bad well,
1: for I mean, at 15, you know, like you don't, it's not like you have any bills. No, that's a
0: lot of money when <laughs> it,
1: you're fifteen. It, right? That's all that mattered. Yeah, I mean, I was had money in my pocket to go and do something.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's pretty um, cool. I I know that um, <clears throat> you. Let's see, you you're you're turning thirty seven. I'll be on, thirty on Friday. <clears throat> on Friday, so let me tell you a special secret. Yeah. that's my daughter's birthday. Oh, look, it's well. a good day. It's a good okay? day. <laughs> so let's see. You're, you were born in, what, 86? Yes, sir. <clears throat> so my daughter was born in uh, uh, September 15, 1984. Oh, nice. So uh, I know all about your, uh, you know, uh, what was going on when there, you were yeah. a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, there's lots of things. So how did your family get into the construction industry?
1: Um, well, so my great-grandfather... Um, he was a man of many talents. So he was uh, he was a carp- a true craftsman's carpenter. Like he did, he built his own furniture, he built um, things like that. And back my com- my my family is actually from Kentucky originally, so they owned a sawmill and all of that, and that's where they came from but he was a true craftsman of every sense of the word, and that's kind of where that that started. And then my grandfather started doing Jiffy stores, like the, you remember, like the Little Champs? In in
0: Ocala? And
1: the Quick Kings, yeah, like those those Jiffy stores that were...
0: I knew a guy named C.L. Dinkins from Ocala who had a bunch of convenience stores. My
1: grandfather did a lot of work for him. Oh, so you so, knew CL. So all of the interior package of those, uh-huh. everything that was color, like all the colors inside, Yeah, our, our family built all of that interior of those stores. Oh, wow. All of them. So all over the state of Florida and some in Georgia, we were like we did it all, all of those. So then like whenever my grandfather started that, my uncles and my dad all were partners in that business. That was Creative Store Designs. And that was where that everything kind of, built from. That's how that the family kind of got started in the commercial construction industry.
0: And so um, give me some more uh, in information about the, the, the business and what, what are some of the things that you Um, that we do now you do now yeah you're you're most you know the the main part of your business
1: so um our business (coughs) is kind of threefold for family traditions now you can understand the name right so it is truly a family tradition and what we do and that's kind of the reason that i chose the name of the business um but our business is threefold so we do new construction so we build homes from the ground up custom or spec home Um, we also do uh, full home remodels, um, our bread and butter truly is like our kitchen and bathroom remodeling, so that is really where we shine um, we We do custom works we 're general contractors, so we can um, we can rework your entire room so if you need to turn, blow a wall out and make that make your kitchen longer, move the plumbing or, and the electrical around, move some ductwork to make it what your vision is. We can go in there and structurally do that, permit the whole job and do that whole thing. Um,
0: Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, my wife wants Uh me to redo (laughs) the master bath, right? Right. And blow out the walls and add feet and all that. I've told her, okay, that the most important thing is that we're not out of the bath, we're not uh, without the use of the bathroom Mm -hmm. for a long time. Okay. What are some suggestions you can give me and our listeners as far as how to get, you know, plan it to make sure things go really quickly?
1: Know what you want and be def- definitive on your answers. Because truly, the the real holdup is, and nothing against the consumer because I am one of many things, obviously, uh, but the true holdup is, you know, we've got a plan, we've got, you know everything to be able to execute whenever we signed a contract to come and do your remodel for your bathroom. But if you and usually it's the wife, but I have nothing. Sometimes <laughs> it's sometimes it's the, don't, sometimes don't it's the man the now. of the whole Yeah, sometimes it's the man <laughs> of the house. But, but a lot of times, what happens is is, um, somebody changes their mind about a pretty big aspect of the project, like you know the entire tile floor that we have all we've ordered all the material now this tile floor we have to order this and it puts us back four or five weeks depending on the type of tile because it's always a custom tile that, ha- that happens with and then we have to order something um, that would be one of the big aspects that i would say the other thing is a realistic expectation of what the project will take i feel like that uh... you know the the home improvement shows on TV have kind of ruined the construction timeline expectation. I'm not yeah, going Yeah, they to, have these guys- I mean, they build day, a whole house in 30 yeah. minutes, so. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I would say that that is probably something that, a realistic expectation of a, pro- of a project like that. If you're going and you're really gonna gut the whole bathroom, plan to use your guest bathroom for a month or so, two maybe. Yeah, a
0: month would be great. Um, you know, what I had suggested to my wife is uh because there's been supply chain issues right yep I said why don't we just buy all the materials ahead of time and have them right uh, uh, you know either not necessarily on site but somewhere mm-hmm. in a warehouse so that we don't have to worry about this you know uh, that would
1: this. help significantly yes but a lot of times like I said know what you want so whenever you do make that commitment, that project does go a lot smoother and knowing what you want that is that step so essentially we're saying basically the same thing if you know what you want and you've already ordered it sitting somewhere we can knock that thing out
0: <laughs> so do you have plan uh people that help consult with plan designs and things like yes, that yes
1: we have on staff designers <clears throat> um, myself and uh, one of the one of my guys does an est- estimating um, directly so we actually go out and we we meet with the customers. We get their expectations and their wish lists. We take, you know, we take all of the pictures and all of the things that they've gathered. That, you know, is what they want. And we, we do full custom design. We give them a preliminary drawing so that way they can see the pretty picture. You know, like it's actually like a rendering of the, your room, on um, on a design program with color and and everything. And then if they're actually, I sent one today. And if there's any uh, revisions or you know things that you would like to change or move around or questions about, we get to do it before we submit any kind of order.
0: Before you tear the, right. tear the walls <laughs>
1: down. Yeah, I don't, I, we don't tear anything down until we have product on site because that's just one of my things with my company. I've I refused to make, I make sure that every pro, all of the product is in, checked
0: in, and in good quality before we take anything apart. Is, is the supply chain working better now?
1: It's getting better. Um, beginning of the year, it was still really, really bad. It was We were struggling quite a bit I think we were waiting a long time for product long, mm-hmm. extremely it was bad and that's frustrating
0: for it's you. Very, well
1: yeah and, exter- and especially a customer if you go to a if you go into a customer's home that's actually living there for a remodel it's difficult to live in something that you've already paid money for for material and that just won't show up you know but there's only so many times you want to hear that the supply chain is bad as a okay. consumer I, I know so I get it
0: everybody was were- Listeners, uh, viewers, (laughs) um, you need to talk to someone who knows what they're doing as far as um, ordering, planning, and ordering ahead of time, right? Absolutely. Plan it first, then make sure you can get all the materials you need, right? Mm -hmm. And only then start uh, bringing in the sledgehammer.
1: Right, absolutely. Don't tear it apart before you can put it back
0: together. (laughs) Well, that's good good information. And and Cameron... um, how can folks get a hold of you? What website or uh, contact So
1: our, our website is under construction right now. We're revamping the whole thing. I'm pretty <coughs> excited about that, actually. I've got, um, I've got a local um, a local business and friend that's redoing it for us, and it's really gonna turn out good. We've got, we've got a lot of preliminary stuff on there. We've got some exciting things coming. Mobile showroom, actually, which is gonna be kind of neat. So whenever we go to see you for a product, or project, you're going to be able to come out to our mobile showroom and kind of pick out some of the things that you like that we can offer you right there on site, you know. Um, but most of the time we do uh, by phone and email. We do have a um, Google website that as, was automatically created, but we've pulled everything else down from it for right now because we're constructing. So, but it's uh, familytraditions.com.
0: Well, my father was a home builder. Yeah, and we built communities of homes up in the Cleveland, Ohio area. Oh, cool! And we we did two communities with over five hundred homes. So they That's they up. would have like five model homes, right? And my mother would decorate them. And when <laughs> I would, I wasn't six, but I was I think thirteen when right. I came, they said, "Okay, you're you're going out on Sunday to sell homes," uh, <laughs> and uh, I said, "Well, what do you do?" He said, "Well, go into model home number three. And if somebody asks a question, do the best you can. And if you can't answer it, bring a. My dad was in the the, the um, garage of the first model. Right. And they had all the selections for you know the tile, the you know right. the paint colors, <laughs> the brick color, and all was all in the in the uh, garage where the main office was. Right. And they you know they put instead of a garage door, it was a, a sliding glass door and stuff like that. So I can relate to a lot of what you're talking about because right. I, oh, yeah. I, I grew up in the uh, business, and uh, it was uh, it was really interesting. It was my first opportunity to, you know, meet people, and you know, I, I was interested in the fact that at uh, 15 you were already able to delegate um, responsibility to, you know, a, a team of people working for you.
1: Right. Yeah. It that was, must have
0: been pretty cool.
1: It was. Um, it was a lot of responsibility. It was kind of, you know, as a young man, you know, it's 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 you have to have enough humility to understand that you're telling people that are older than you what to do. But you also have to be able to do their job better than them. So I had to be better. That's, mm-hmm. my, that's my that's my mentality. You can't tell somebody. How to do their job unless you can do it better than them, and, and I still feel that way in my business.
0: That's how I feel about my law firm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, but so like I was like I was saying we're threefold. The other the part other portion of our business that I'd left out was that we are um, Home Depot service provider. Um, so we actually service all of the Home Depots in our area. So we do um, Crystal River. Uh, Ocala, Gainesville, or not. We used to have Gainesville, um, but we do um, Leesburg, Lady Lake. We used to do New Smyrna all the way up to Live Oak. So we are actually we actually do all of their kitchen and bath remodels and their flooring and and those types of things too. So, so wow. So yeah, well, we have it's a that's a big contract for us as well.
0: Yeah, I mean Home Depot has really um, become a uh, phenomenon. I mean Lowe's, Home Depot, you know, but Home Depot was the first I remember as far as really um, creating a whole new industry.
1: Yeah, the commercialized, you know, basically like the commercialized construction supply chain. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah,
0: and it's pretty cool. It, for, you know, uh, you don't remember when Home Depot first started, but I think I do. And it was like, wow, look at all this stuff in one place. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's nice. Because <laughs> it used to be you go to a hardware store and, uh, you know, there was always... Some large hard, hardware um, outlets and stuff, but uh, they they really helped revolutionize uh, home improvements and uh, just a good place. You must have fun going to Home Depot and just looking around.
1: <laughs> yeah, I used to. I used to go in there and spend some time, but now I go in and get what I need and get out of there, because if I don't, I get stuck there all day. Because <laughs> <I laughs> there's people it. that catch me in there.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so, let's see. So, you've got twins, right? Yes, sir. Rook sure and do. Taylor. Yep. So, my wife, Patricia, has twins. They're 31 now.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, it's pretty exciting. Tell me about uh, what it's like raising twins.
1: Well, I don't know it any other way. So, to be honest with you, I mean, those are the only children that my wife and I have, but... Um I wouldn't have it any other way. I love kids. I love my girls and you know like I I feel like that's probably the best thing that you know ever happened to me is being a daddy but um I will say that you know in the beginning it was a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work. Um they were they were premature. They were born here at Chance. Uh-huh. Um, uh they're a special type of twins actually. So they're mo- they're called momo twins. So they're monoamniotic monochorionic. So they're like very rare. Twins are every, one in every 5,000. They're one in every 50,000 of twins. So I don't know what the math is on that, and, but it's pretty, it's pretty rare.
0: So how does it differ from fraternal twins and identical twins?
1: So fraternal twins um, can be opposite sex. So they're, you know, they are um, male-female. They can be, you know, and they don't look alike, but identical twins, clearly. They, uh, they look alike.
0: So your girls look.
1: They alike. they are genetically identical, yes. So uh-huh. then, but they actually have skin to skin contact in utero, so they're high. They're high risk. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife had to be on bed rest for the last eight weeks of her pregnancy, <laughs> right here at mm-hmm.
0: Um So, so yeah, we were. And they turned out really great. They, oh yeah. So are you are you teaching them how to work in the shop? No.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, they um, they are dance girls they do they go to the villages school so they're down south uh, at the villages and I'm up in Ocala so they don't they don't come up to the office much but whenever they do we get to they get to hang out with me up there for a little while
0: well that's neat so they're so they're dancing
1: yeah they're doing dance and stuff they've got a really great program down in the villages for dance so
0: well that sounds like fun and I know that um, you have something okay so Integrity Site Development is another company. How does that differ from uh, the family tradition construction crew?
1: So Integrity Site Development, um, I'm a partner with um, two of my other family members on. um, And that is a heavy equipment site development company, uh, which means like this parking lot that this entire place is built on. So we would do all of the underground infrastructure, like all of the drainage, all of the water piping and all of that under the ground. And we would do all of the grading. We would make this parking lot, a parking lot, with all of the drainage before they begin to start building the buildings on it. So everything that you drive on essentially is what we do. We we pave roads, we do the site development, we do land clearing, um, all of that type, I mean building pads.
0: Yeah, so, so the horizontal work sometimes is the yeah. most challenging, Well, right? yeah,
1: and it's, I mean, you don't have a good foundation to build on. Everything looks crooked, so.
0: I know. So <laughs> a lot of times when, when I see, you know, buildings going up, they'll spend more time, you know, getting the site ready.
1: Yep. Than they will really actually
0: important. doing the um, vertical and getting the building up.
1: Yeah, it's very important. Very important part of the building. What I've
0: noticed sometimes is they'll bring in... <clears throat> Local people to do the the site development, for, particularly for national companies, mm-hmm. and then they might have a general contractor who's used to building the you know the unit, right. and then they bring in a national person, and then they they get that up pretty quickly.
1: Right, and that's that's actually very common. We we are dealing with that on a couple of our sites right now, so we actually have that exact scenario um, down in our area that we're doing. Well, that's so important. you're spot on on that. <laughs> <That> analysis. <laughs> so,
0: so and here, um, the other thing I I read that you were involved in is uh, wealth management. I am, yeah. So tell me, tell us a little bit about that and how you help can help our uh, listeners and viewers as far as planning for the future. Um,
1: so, as far as the wealth management goes, uh, I am a part of Central Florida Wealth Management in Ocala. Um, the owner and I, um, we met through a networking group, and I be I came on board with them in 2015. So I actually got my securities license and uh, everything that first year in 2015. Um, I would say that you know, as far as the listening, so as far as your viewers, I would say that everybody needs to start somewhere. So if you haven't started, you need to start because the real statistic is only 30% of the population is actually has more in the bank than their paycheck or has more saved than their paycheck. And that's a real number. So like it, that's kind of scary as far as you're, you're ready for getting ready for retirement. If you're 30 and you don't have anything saved, you're way too late. Um, but you got to start somewhere. So that would be my biggest piece of advice. Um, the next piece of advice would be don't watch everything on the media because if you are in investments right now it's a difficult time in the market to be watching everything all the time the roller coaster of emotion is just i mean it, it's it's its hard so i would i would say limit yourself on what you expose you know what you expose your your brain to as far as the risk goes stay the course make sure you have a good advisor that's going to give you give you good advice and keep you on the path where you're trying to go to
0: so do you generally advise Um, investing for long term rather than uh, short term
1: it depends on the client to be honest Mm -hmm. so I mean if you have a client that's very risk adverse then it's a long game obviously Mm -hmm. Um, if you have a client that is looking to build wealth as quickly as possible the people that are late um, then you have you know you have somebody that's willing to take a little more risk and you can earn that money a little faster you can also lose lose the money a little faster we can't control the market obviously but we can do the best we can Um, but, but yeah,
0: I would say that it depends on the client. You know, I was recently at a, um, uh, seminar and, uh, someone gave, gave a talk about, um, wealth management and just, you know, how to make your money work for you versus, uh, you know, the alternative, which is we all, we work and we make money. Right. And, and, you know, but the passive income, I think is what you call it. right? Right. Yep how yep. to make passive income work for you yep. so when you're sleeping your money's <laughs> your making money's making for, for you yeah. right yeah i agree with that um, so, so what are some of the strategies you recommend depending on of course depending on the individual needs
1: right um i would say some of the strategies would be you know well balanced keep yourself balanced um and if you can afford to If you can afford to stop and buy that starbucks coffee or whatever maybe make that maybe buy the buy the coffee pot at home and make that pot of coffee instead of spending you can save
0: four dollars and (laughs) seventy five cents a day so there's a
1: there's a book and i can't remember the name of it now but i always use it with my clients called the latte factor Mm -hmm. so it's you know what do you what do you spend on coffee do you do you get twice a day. So you're looking at almost $20 a day that you're when it winds up, when you go through the scenario, it winds up almost $20 a day, Right, which, um,
0: but it is in, five or six or seven grand a, uh, a year, right? right?
1: Just without, without interest. So, um, that's one, of, that's one of the things like, you know, that I tell people is pay yourself, pay yourself first. As far as like a strategy goes, make sure that you're paying yourself first and, um, keep yourself balanced in your investments. If you can't afford to lose it tomorrow, as far as being aggressive then maybe you need to look at a different balance
0: so how do folks get a hold of you if they uh, want to get involved as far as uh, the central florida wealth management
1: right most of my clients have my office number i, I it's a business card we do have a website central florida mm-hmm. Um, and my all of my contact information is on there so that's how that most of them find me a lot of my Referrals for my wealth management is word of mouth because it's really highly regulated about, um, you know, how we get new clients and, and things like that with uh, securities.
0: Okay, so let's review it because we're ready to close out here. we got Family Traditions Construction <laughs> Group, and uh, there is a website coming soon. But in the meantime, what's the phone number?
1: Uh, it's 352-629-9227.
0: So... Um, check out um, Cameron Varney. Uh, Cameron is uh, law. He ha- obviously has a long uh, tradition within his family of uh, helping folks create their dream homes, whether it's a remodel or a new home. And uh, I think it's very important that you get someone who has the experience, who is not uh, the new kid on the block, because when it comes to your home. There's a lot of stuff that can go wrong. If you is. want to make sure it's done right, I want to thank you very much for joining us on Melden Lawn, friends. Uh, Cameron Varney, and uh, we look forward to uh, keeping in touch with you in the future. I'm going to talk to my wife. Like, you might have. <laughs> you I appreciate take you him. having me She'd on. Come up to Gainesville. Oh yeah, yeah. My brother-in-law actually lives up here. Oh, good. He lives okay, right back guys. Here. <laughs> well, Cameron Varney. And um, the company is Family Traditions Construction Group. Thank you very much for listening to Melvin Law and Friends, and we'll see you next week at the same time.